1: For '90s, '2000s, and now, uh, you've got the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So yesterday afternoon, I'm in my kitchen, and my youngest son Drew is sitting at the breakfast bar, and he's doing his homework, and he starts singing this song that I don't recognize. Okay, and he's just like CEO, entrepreneur, <laughs> born in 1964, Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos. And I'm like, what? what are you singing right now? Are you singing about Jeff Bezos? And he's like, yeah. And I said, do you know who Jeff Bezos is? He's like, yeah, he owns Amazon.
3: Okay. I'm like, yeah,
1: that's right. Why are you singing a song about him? And and where did you, where did you even come up with that song? Are you learning about Jeff Bezos in school? And so, and so they put it to song or something like that. And then Will, my oldest, walks into the room and he's like, yeah, don't you know that song? CEO, entrepreneur, born in 1964, (laughs) Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. I'm like, how do you know the Jeff Bezos song? So I did some research. This is an actual song. That they're
3: learning in school?
1: No, it's not in school. Here's the song. CEO, entrepreneur, born in
2: 1964, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. (laughs) CEO, entrepreneur, born in 1964, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Pay <laughs> the put your back into it. Tell us why, show us how. Look at where you came from, look at you now.
1: And it just goes on and on. Is
3: that Bo Burnham? It is Bo uh, Burnham. Oh, yes! I get props <laughs> for nailing
1: that. That's hilarious. Bo Burnham, also the guy that did the microwave song. Hey. I put the packet on the glass. What glass? A little glass dish in the microwave. <laughs> I closed the door. Which door? The door to the microwave. What is wrong, wrong with you? you?
3: I can't believe Bob Burnham is still a thing. I remember watching his videos when I was in high school, 15 years ago.
1: Yeah, it I don't really know much about him. I knew about the microwave song.
3: And now your kids are learning Bo Burnham songs in school.
1: I don't think it's in school.
3: But I think that... (laughs) I don't mean like the teacher is teaching them in school, but like the boys are getting together singing the Jeffrey Bezos song in school.
1: Right. They, They discover this stuff, I'm assuming, on YouTube... Right. Which, which blows my it still blows my mind because they use YouTube differently than I u- use YouTube. When I go on YouTube, I go there for a specific reason and I want to watch something that that I just recalled out of the 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 memory, the vast memory that I have and I just I, oh, I want to see that. Right. And then I go there and I watch it and then I leave. YouTube. And they
3: go to find things and they stay in the wormhole.
1: They are there for music discovery. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's
1: catchy Jeffrey
2: Jeffrey Bezos They make your day They make you laugh Morgan and Bill It's like they've been friends forever And they're fun to listen to The Q Morning Show Q104 For 24 hours a day Christmas music, switch to our sister station, Star 102, at 102.1 FM. Or stream on the free Odyssey app by following Star 102. More of the 90s, 2000s,
1: and now, next on Q104. From the one 800 Now Traffic Center. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Mariah Carey. Who is in town next week, probably not to perform that song. But we do have tickets for her Christmas show after 9 a.m. this morning. Friday morning, Morgan has all things entertainment. It's a Hollywood dirt sheet. Let's go.
3: Former Vanderpump Rules star Rachel Levis is returning to tell all with her new podcast, Rachel goes rogue So Levis was part of the scandal Involving Tom Sandoval cheating On his then girlfriend Ariana Maddox With Rachel Levis on Vanderpump Rules Rachel decided to leave the show Earlier this year um, After appearing on the season 10 Reunion special Here is the teaser for her new podcast This might not be the return You
2: were expecting But this coming January You'll hear my side of the story You may just be surprised by what you find out. Uh
3: Oh. (laughs) Um, According to the description, it will also talk about mental health, her dating life, and self-empowerment. The first episode is set for release on January 8th. Kelly Clarkson's ex was found guilty of massively overcharging her when he was her agent. So Brandon Blackstock is taking another L in the legal wranglings between him and his ex-wife, Kelly Clarkson. A labor commissioner ruled that Brandon had overcharged her by millions when he represented Kelly as her manager. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, a California labor commissioner ruled that Brandon crossed the line as a manager when he booked gigs in England deals for kelly on the voice norwegian cruise line wayfair and as host of the billboard music awards aside from a few exceptions only agents not managers can lawfully secure roles for talent brandon collected fees for booking the gigs and the labor commissioner ordered him to pay back kelly clarkson 2.6 million dollars And Machine Gun Kelly is trying to get Travis Kelsey to play for the Cleveland Browns. The offer was revealed on the Kelsey Brothers podcast episode, their latest episode of New Heights. Here's what MGK had to say.
4: I I will give you $500,000 cash upon arrival just for shopping or whatever you want, as well as matching that same amount as a donation to both of our high schools, both Shaker Heights and Cleveland Heights. (laughs) Woo-hoo! as well as everyday breakfast and coffee delivery from my restaurant. Oh If oh my you gosh. would just come home and put on these colors right here. And- <laughs> <laughs> you
1: mother, you know that was the original dream dog. You know that was the dream.
4: Oh,
3: why can't it still be the dream? Uh, could you imagine?
1: Does Machine Gun Kelly know how the NFL works?
3: Probably not.
1: <laughs> it doesn't work like that.
3: Well, maybe he could request a trade and then tell somebody yeah. on the Browns to fire other people. I mean, there would be a, a list of things to do before yeah. then.
1: Yeah, we, we as fans aren't allowed to pay for the players. <laughs> right. Also, Travis Kelsey is under contract with the Chiefs until 2026. Right. And he makes like $60 million. So right. I'm, I'm not sure why... Why Machine Gun Kelly thinks 500... What did he say? $500,000? $500,
3: $500,000. Oh, okay. Never yeah, mind. And then goal. a big donation to both the schools and then coffee from the 27 Club. I mean, he was pitching hard. And I wouldn't <laughs> be mad about it. No, Nobody would be mad about it, oh, right? Oh, no. would be great.
1: It would be great. Just <laughs> but never happened.
3: Yeah, but he said he's happy playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, whatever. Uh, anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app.
1: Is the Golden Bachelor over with?
3: Yes, as of last night.
1: The finale was last night. Yes. We should get into that.
3: Well, there's a big controversy that happened before the finale. Gary's reputation is tarnished. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. I knew you would like this. I love controversy, especially when it has to do with senior citizens. Uh, That's next.
0: Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.
4: Wake up.
1: Q 90s, nineties two thousands and now you've got Morgan and Bill this morning. So the Golden Bachelor the finale was last night. Would you say Morgan that this was a, this show was a, was a success? Oh
3: one hundred percent, one hundred percent, yes.
1: Because it's the first time they tried anything like this. Yeah, where they. They basically changed the the demographic of the show.
3: Right. And it's I mean, just to put it into perspective, Golden Bachelor was on Thursday nights at eight and then Bachelor in Paradise was on Thursday nights at nine. And the ratings for Golden Bachelor just crushed Bachelor in Paradise. So people really would tune in for this and then turn the TV off for Paradise, which has been on for a decade.
1: So what were you saying? There was controversy, though?
3: Oh, yeah. An expose came out about Gary before the finale.
1: All right. So Gary is The Bachelor or was The Bachelor. Yes. And... How old was he? In Seventy-two. Seventy-two years old. Yes. All right. And and did he find love? Is that a spoil? Should yeah, we spoil we can, it? No, we're not going to spoil, not gonna spoil it. it. We're not going to spoil okay. it. We're not going
3: to spoil it. Okay. But this controversy happened yesterday before the finale. An article came out in the Hollywood Reporter. This is the title of the article: "The Golden Bachelor's Not So Golden Past: Secret Girlfriends, A Juiced Up Resume, The Secret History of America's Senior Sweetheart Gary Turner."
1: Now why are they coming out with this now?
3: No! Uh, like let the man live, will you?
1: They waited until the finale and they're like, that's it, we're going to blow up his world right now.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know why they picked yesterday of sure. all days, but I'll tell you what the exposé is about. It's pretty long, um but here's the the gist of it. First the juiced up resume part, right? Um, the show portrayed that he retired at 55, that he was a retired uh, restaurateur, you know, but didn't really go into detail. So they looked at his LinkedIn and saw that in 1985 he sold his hamburger drive-in franchise, mm-hmm. and then he held. Various sales and management positions in the meat business, which does not list an end date of his employment, meaning he wasn't retired. His years pick up post-retirement work like installing hot tubs and then working as a maintenance man.
1: All right. So that was <laughs> they took all this from his LinkedIn yeah, profile. Yeah. Yeah. Whose LinkedIn profile is 100% accurate?
3: Accurate, right. And like, if you retire in today's economy, like, if he wants to have some side hustles, right. He's 72 years old. Let him ha- let him be a maintenance man.
1: Yeah, there's no way to just completely retire and not have any income coming in anymore. I think those days are over.
3: Okay, so that was like ice cold tea, right? Everyone was mm-hmm. like, are you serious, Hollywood reporter? But this is where it gets interesting because Gary had an ex girlfriend who they called Carolyn in the article um, who actually she claims they dated for three years following his wife's passing mm-hmm. in the show. They make it out to seem like his wife passed in 2017 and he has had no serious relationship since then. And this is really his second chance at finding love. Well, Carolyn talked to The Hollywood Reporter <laughs> She stated that they um, met at a mental health clinic in Iowa where they were both working. She was 14 years younger than him. They dated for 10 months. They moved in together for a year and nine months. Um, she kind of says that he love-bombed her, saying, like, you're the right woman for me. No need to look any further. But when she moved in, things went south really quick due to issues around finances and lifestyle. And this is the worst part, in my opinion. She says that there were particularly hurtful comments about her weight that led to their eventual breakup. Allegedly, she wanted to go to a high school reunion. And Gary said, now this is according to Carolyn, whose name isn't really Carolyn. Gary said, I'm not taking you to the high school reunion looking like that because she gained 10 pounds.
1: Well, I hope that's not true.
3: I hope that's not true, too, because that would be come on like. You can't say that. Are you kidding me, Gary? No,
1: you can't, Gary.
3: But also, like, I think the, the part about the retirement work, people are checked out by the time they get to this, you know, because it's like uh, you're really going to call him a liar for having jobs after he quote unquote retired.
1: But none of this had anything to do with the show last night.
3: No. So basically, they're just saying, like, this This picture that was painted by ABC of Gary Turner being the golden bachelor, he's really not, is what they're saying. Okay. In my opinion, I'm like, can we just enjoy something in life, please? No one will ever
1: allow us to have nice things.
3: Please, can we just enjoy one thing?
1: Someone will always look for that seedy, underbelly Storyline. I
3: mean, clearly, searching his LinkedIn page, and right. getting in touch with Carolyn. I would love to have seen Carolyn on this stage last night in the hot seat to really get to it. Because
1: I want to know who this woman is. On my LinkedIn page for this job, I just wrote down, I just started, so I'm still figuring it out.
3: <laughs> Two years later. Two years ago. Yeah. So it's not updated.
1: Don't make pay- Don't Uh, make any judgments by what somebody puts on a LinkedIn LinkedIn page, right? All right, Gary. And I'll have to Google if Gary had a happy ending, right? (laughs) Yeah, we're
3: not spoiling it.
1: I meant in the show, of course. Right, right, right. Of course, it's Q one oh four. Good morning.
0: I said what I said. I'd the be famous
3: instead.
1: That's because I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. So I f- find this very fascinating. When it comes to baby name trends, So the, according to this article, it says the trends come and go and their popularity tends to follow something known as the 100-year rule. So popular names get used a lot, and then they fall out of favor, and it takes around 100 years for them to start being used again. Wow,
3: 100 years. That's a long time.
1: No, I don't think Gary is 100 years old.
3: No, maybe not.
1: But vintage names are coming back. That seems to be the trend in 2023, and it could continue in 2024. Names like Francis, Evelyn, and Ruby. Okay, and you mentioned Betty. Yes. I do not see Betty on this list. <gasps>
3: what? No. Do you want to
1: make your case for Betty? Do you want to campaign for Betty? Yeah.
3: I mean, I've seen more people naming their children Betty. And even like doing show prep, I didn't see the list that you're talking about. But I see stuff like this a lot. And Betty's at the top of the list. Um And I think it's because Taylor Swift made a song called Betty mm. in 2020. And everyone loved the song, and there were a lot of Easter eggs in the song. Obviously, so it caught popularity with the Swifties. And ever since then, I feel like I've seen the name more and more and more.
1: So, you're saying that Betty could be the wild card entry into 2024. We yeah. See a lot of Bettys in 2024. Yeah. What's interesting interesting to me about this list is that, and they're calling this the the Grandpa Baby Name List, and it's great for. For males or females, they're using it for for either gender. Okay. Um, some of the celebrity uh, celebrities that have done this, um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, they name one of their daughters James.
3: I do like that name for either a boy or a girl.
1: Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell name their daughter Charlie.
3: Cute too. Yes, very cute.
1: So these are. This is the list of grandpa baby names. And, again, you can use these for boys or girls.
3: I like that title, Grandpa Baby Names.
1: According to this list, you can use this for for boys or girls. Uh, we have Arlo. No. Frankie.
3: I like Frankie, actually. Emmett. No. Elliot. No.
1: Gene. No. Uh, <laughs> stop. It's on here. Max.
3: I don't mind Max.
1: I hear a lot of Maxes. Uh Ollie. No. Francis? No. Lenny. Lenny. I never thought Lenny would come back. Lenny? Would never have guessed Lenny.
3: Yeah, that's going to be a no for me.
1: Jude is on here. I like Jude.
3: Nah, not my thing. Sydney? Sydney's not bad.
1: Sydney's not too bad. Theo?
3: Theo's not that bad.
1: And Jesse wraps up this list.
3: Nah, I'm not into it. I'm not into Jesse.
1: So there you go if you're looking to uh if you're going to be adding to the family, Next year. There's
3: your grandpa baby names.
1: Yeah. You're considering...
3: <laughs> Imagine someone's like, so where did you get your name? And they're like, oh, my mom looked up the grandpa baby names list on right. Google.
1: I heard Morgan and Bill talking about it. <laughs> so meet Lenny. Right. Th- this is our daughter, Lenny.
3: Lenny Theo.
1: There you go. Um, I have heard something this week on Q104, right here on Q104. I've heard it over and over this week. And it is just not sitting well with me.
3: Have I heard it?
1: All. I think you've heard it.
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I can't stay silent about it anymore. Okay. What does that mean? Something that is <laughs> airing on this radio station every single day this week. We will talk about it next. Cleveland is waking up to the Q morning show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So
3: much good music. I love it. On
1: Q104. Ba, ba, ba. Q104 90s 2000s and now good morning it's Morgan and Bill so I need to let you behind the curtain a little bit here because uh, there's something that I've been hearing on Q104 this week that has me a little perplexed okay and I I heard it the first time and maybe maybe I had to hear it like three or four times to like really understand what I was hearing and and now I hear it and it bothers me a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you uh, right here. So something on the radio station uh, that we do at the at the top of every hour. It's called the legal ID, and that's where we are legally required to tell you that we are Q104 WQAL Cleveland. And a lot of times we'll also get some other something else in there. We'll tell you that we play the best. Uh, we'll what do we do?
3: We, 90s, 2000s. Yeah, we and now. play the 90s, 2000s,
1: <laughs> and today. Uh, and and there's a one that that plays that that basically cheers on the Browns. It'll okay. say "Let's go Browns" and then it'll whoever we're playing that week, it it's beat the Bengals or we're going to rampage the Ravens. Okay. Something like that. This is the one that is airing this week.
2: Let's go Browns. To remove the Rams. W Q A L H D 1. Always live on the Free Odyssey app. Remove the Rams.
3: Okay, and your point?
1: What are we removing them from? (laughs) The game? Like, I I don't get it. Like, remove the Rams. Like, remove them from the NFL? Like, if the Browns win... It's
3: trash talk. It's supposed to be literal.
1: That's some pretty lame trash talk right there.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, do you, I mean, who writes these?
1: Well, I have no idea who writes these. I guess that's where, where I'm going with all this. I have no idea who puts this together. Remove the Rams. Like, what, what do they think is going to happen? The Browns win on Sunday and then all of a sudden. The NFL announces the the Rams have to disband as a football team. Okay, come up with a
3: better one right now that starts with an R.
1: Well, I don't know, but I wasn't asked to do this assignment. (laughs) So, so you're
3: complaining
1: without having a solution. Well, I could I could help come up with a solution. First things first, we need to find out who's behind this. And if you're thinking, you
3: need to find out who's behind this. If you're
1: thinking, you know, Bill, how do you not know who's behind this? It's because well, there's four radio stations in our company. And four different brands. Mm-hmm. So there's there's people that that do all sorts of things for all four stations. And sometimes I don't know. So I don't know specifically who is writing those and who's putting that on the air. OK, but, but are, I, is, do, our,
3: is it our goal today to find out who is writing those?
1: I think that's where we start. OK. And then we have that person fired.
3: Not and, fired. Well, at least
1: maybe have that taken away from them or we offer to help them somehow. I don't know. Do you think it's the boss?
3: I mean, don't, doesn't our boss normally do our sweepers?
1: I I have no idea.
3: I I, think he does. I
1: hope it's not our boss.
3: (laughs) Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, I
1: think, why don't we start there? We should call the boss. Do you think we should do that?
3: I hate that you keep saying we. Like, I don't want to be in this situation. I don't mind the legal IDs. Yeah, but you're here. Yeah, but I'm not going to be the one to complain to our boss about it.
1: I don't think I'm complaining.
3: You don't? No. <laughs> yes, you are. No, just, you just said they should be fired.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, backtrack now that you think it might be our boss.
1: I hope it's not our boss. I don't think it's our boss because I, I'm sure it's something that is just it's got it, it, it's gotten away from it. Like somebody else is doing it, and it. It doesn't have his attention right now.
3: Okay. I mean, while I agree with you that it it is wimpy trash talk, it's not at the top of my list of to-dos. So if you're getting ready to call our boss, this is coming from you. Okay? I don't want to be involved in this. All right.
1: We'll call the boss. We'll find out who's doing this. And then we'll try to come up with some sort of a solution. Okay. Like, maybe we can help. Like, every week we can come up with some more appropriate trash talk that works.
3: (laughs) So we're calling our boss. We'll
1: do that next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, it is the Q Morning Show. I wanted some appropriate football music here.
4: Wreck the
3: Rams!
1: Wreck the Rams is good. Not remove the Rams. First, let's go to Michelle, who's in Marblehead. Michelle, good morning.
0: Good morning.
1: What did you want to say this morning?
0: I totally... I totally agree with you though. Remove the Rams is pretty lame. <laughs> um I thought the same thing. Wreck the Rams is awesome. Rex oh, oh, yeah, the Rams. The Rams. Fan. Yeah, any true Browns fan is like, Remove what?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It w- it's It's something, let me play this. If you're just tuning in right now, let me play this for you again. So, there's a thing that we play on the radio station. It's called the the Top of the Hour Legal ID, and it's supposed to identify us, but it's also cheering on the Browns for whoever they're playing that week. And this is the one that's airing this week, and the one that that I have a problem with.
2: Let's go, Browns. Remove the Rams. Remove them. WQALHD1. Always live on the Free Odyssey app. You
3: are being asked to leave the establishment.
1: So I'm just picturing myself like at the at a Browns game. I'm in the dog pound. <laughs> Remove that! Remove the Rams. <laughs> and everyone else in the dog pound like looking at me, like, like what? What is that guy yelling? <laughs> but then again, I mean, you're right, Morgan. It's it must be a difficult job because I mean, the things that we would probably yell in the dog pound like we we can't we can't air no basically like i would say f the rams
3: <laughs> can't say that can't on can't say radio. that at
1: all uh so i thought we'd get down to the bottom of this find out who who writes these for the radio station and um you know, number one should they be doing it in the first place number two can we offer them some suggestions now we're about to call the boss to find out who writes these mm mm-hmm. now the,
3: you are about to call the boss
1: the, the problem is is that we don't, if the boss is the one that's writing them, that's gonna be kinda of awkward, right?
3: For you, yeah, sure is.
1: <laughs> Look, this is a you and me thing. No, we're it's a team. not.
3: No, it's not. I did not bring this up. You did. What? I didn't even notice it until today.
1: We're in this together. No,
3: we're not. We're not.
1: Like, I've got your back. You should have my back.
3: Not in this scenario. Not calling the boss and potentially telling him that his, uh, imagination or whatever he uses to write these sucks is what you're going to say.
1: I don't think think it can be Chase. Uh, so our boss is Chase and he started working here I think it was in May of this year. Yes. And it's been amazing. Yeah, he's the best. He's one of I've been doing this for a long time, man. I've been doing this for a long time. I've had 50 different bosses in my career. He's one of the best that I've ever had. I mean, he is a champion for this show. Yeah, he is. And it's been an incredible year with him. I just can't believe he's the one writing these. But let's find out. Let's give him a call right now. I just got to punch him up here. Hopefully he's not listening. Hello? It's Morgan and Bill. Morgan and Bill,
2: what's (laughs) going on? Hello. Okay. Wait, no.
3: Can I just say something first? boy i have nothing to do with this this is all bill i don't even know what he's about to say so if it's offensive know that it's not coming from me it's only coming from bill because i don't know what he's about to say
1: i'm ready. it down thank you morgan we need to ask you a question all bill needs right. to ask you a question I, I need to ask you a question <laughs> all right morgan yeah. is reluctantly here and so i'm going to ask you the question we're going to hear the answer i don't know what's going to happen after that okay okay because, i don't
3: even know the question okay. either
1: So, Chase. I'm
4: scared. Yeah.
1: When we play the the top-of-the-hour IDs on Q104, there's one of them uh, that runs every single week, and it's different every week, and it's basically getting people excited about the Browns game. We are going to cheer on the Browns, and so we always say something about a certain team. So, for instance, we're going to beat the Bengals, or we're going to strangle the Seahawks, something like that. This week, it's remove the Rams, Okay, Chase. Who writes those? Afraid to admit that? Is that you? It might be. <laughs> okay,
3: okay, Bill. Now, what else would you like to say about the subject?
1: <laughs> Careful, Bill. Go ahead. <laughs> I love them. Great idea. <laughs> it really makes us sound in tune with what's happening in the community right now. I mean, everybody's thinking about the Browns, and cheer. it's a great idea to run those. You can't be trusted, Morgan. What did he say?
3: Honestly, I don't know. Every time that one plays, he gives out a little bit of a chuckle. I don't know what the chuckle is about.
1: All right. Got to (laughs) go. Bye. Thanks, Chase. Yeah, no problem. (laughs)
3: That was me having your back, by the way. (laughs) Not telling him what we just talked about and just saying, oh, "Oh," he just chuckles. That That was me having your back.
1: That's you having my
3: back? Yeah. Because I could say, oh, just go back and listen to the last 15 minutes of the show and you'll find out what Bill
1: really thinks. Well, now, Morgan, you're starting to realize why I've been fired three times in my career.
3: (laughs) And I haven't been fired once, knock on wood.
1: All right. Let's remove those rams on Sunday.
3: (laughs) Oh, goodness.
1: Next week, it's the Jags. We should start thinking about some. We should play a guessing game.
0: We should do that. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever
2: heard. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer
3: imported by Crown Port, Chicago,
2: Illinois. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Woo!
0: And
1: it's a really good idea. The Jaguars are here a week from Sunday, the next Browns home game. We should just have people text in 216-474-0104. suggestions. Suggestions for the Jaguars, because actually, off the top of my head, I don't know what I would use for the Jags.
3: What would I use for the Jags? A J? A J. jerk?
1: Nope. Kings? No. Up. no Jack um, them up. Jack up the Jags.
3: <laughs> Maybe.
1: Jeopardize the Jags. Oh, okay. I guess. But if you text in a suggestion, we'll pass them along to the boss. Who may or may not be accepting our messages <laughs> for the near future. Uh, and we'll, maybe you'll choose one and you'll hear it on the, on the radio. Uh, Hollywood Dirt Sheet, right now, we've got Battle of the Birds coming up, too. What's going on in the world of entertainment, Morgan? Well,
3: speaking of football, Machine Gun Kelly is offering Travis Kelsey big bucks to be a Cleveland Brown. So MGK is trying to entice Travis Kelsey to come back home and play for the Browns. Um, MGK was on their New Heights podcast yesterday, and this is what he said. I
4: I will give you $500,000 cash upon arrival just for shopping or whatever you want, as well as matching that same amount as a donation to both of our high schools, both Shaker Heights and Cleveland Heights, Woo-hoo. as well as everyday breakfast and coffee delivery from my restaurant. Oh. If oh my you gosh. would just come home and put on these colors right here. And-
1: <laughs> you mother, you know that was the original dream, dog. You know that was the dream.
3: I love how he specifies. It was the original dream. It's not the dream anymore.
1: Come home, Travis, and remove the rams. (laughs)
3: The dream has since changed. Um, Beyonce dropped a new song called My House, which appears in the credits of uh, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. It's out in theaters today. And she also dropped a new single, which appears in the film's credits. I'm just going to warn you, there's a lot of bleeps. In this? In, yeah, I mean it's all edited out, so we're not gonna get right. in trouble. But it, it was cracking me up this morning. Hopefully, you have the same reaction.
2: When I go up, I'm gonna buy me a- make love in the stay up late in this. Don't give a f- about my Think
0: in the f- about my house. Get the f- about my
3: house. Okay, don't go to Beyonce's house. Uh-
1: That's the album version. <laughs> we'll wait on that radio oh version. Oh my
3: gosh. And the royal family is carrying on, ignoring what Piers Morgan said yesterday. So Piers Morgan might have shocked parts of the world by claiming two high-ranking royal family members were involved in a scandal, but... He didn't shock everyone, at least that's how it appears, as the royal family went right back to work yesterday, especially Kate Middleton. The Princess of Wales was all smiles with her husband, Prince William, as they welcomed Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel of Sweden. I mean, what did you think they were going to do? Walk around England crying?
1: I have no idea what I thought they were going to do, to be honest with you.
3: Stay, like, <laughs> low-key? I mean, but this is how it works. Like, if anytime there's bad press about any member of the royal family, they just never say anything about it, and they continue doing their royal duties. So I'm not sure why anybody thought this would be different.
1: Like, this would be the one that they react to?
3: Right. Anywho, anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app.
1: One more time this week, Battle
2: of the Burbs is on the way next. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's do this.
1: Our contestants this morning, Jennifer in Twinsburg, a graduate of Liberty High School in Youngstown. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. This morning, you're going to be taking on Maggie in North Canton, a graduate of Northport High School in Florida. Maggie, good morning. Welcome.
4: Good Good morning.
1: Let's go, ladies.
3: All right. Your name is your buzzer. It's a best of five question challenge. Here we go with question number one. Name one NFL team that wears the colors red, white, and blue. Jennifer. Jennifer? The New England Patriots. The New England Patriots is correct. Question number two. What is the name of the famous theater district in downtown Cleveland? Jennifer? Jennifer? Oh. You got it. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, no. Maggie. Do you have a guess? I don't.
1: We should tell you guys about a famous theater district <laughs> here in downtown Cleveland. It's
3: called Playhouse
1: Square. It. We should come up and visit sometime. <laughs> Get some tickets to a show. <laughs> we work uh-huh. down here. We'll we'll come meet you for coffee. It'll be a grand old time.
3: All right, Jennifer is ahead right now. One to nothing. Question number three. Miley Cyrus has a famous godmother who is also a country music. Maggie. Jennifer? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is right. She's quick today. Okay, Jennifer, you could win with this next question. Maggie, you have to get this question right to stay alive in the game. If you miss it, the game is over. Question number four. The movie, The Dark Knight, features a memorable performance by Heath Ledger as which iconic. Jennifer. Jennifer for the win. He is the Joker. He was the Joker. You're
1: quick today, Jennifer. Me, we, we, no what, Thank you so much, Jennifer. You got your Christmas lights up yet?
0: Uh, Not yet. We're doing it this weekend.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people, now that it's officially December 1st. It is December 1st. This is the weekend. So great to have you listening. And thanks for playing Battle of the Burbs this morning, Jennifer.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. Please indulge me for a moment because I want to shamelessly plug a few things uh, going into the weekend here. Because the weekend is usually when I catch up on my favorite podcast. When I'm going on a walk with Myrtle or I'm doing my chores around the house, that's when I put in the headphones and listen to podcasts. And this weekend, if you want some extra Morgan Morgan sat down with her friend, Austin Love, from WKYC Channel 3 on Austin's new podcast. I did. What's it called? Love in the Land. And Morgan was invited to be one of Austin's guests.
3: I was, yes. It was very fun.
1: And so that podcast, I believe, dropped last night.
3: Yesterday, yeah.
1: Okay. So we'll put uh, we'll put a link to it up on our Instagram, at the Q Morning Show, so you can easily find it. But I, I'm sure by now, everybody knows now how to find a podcast, right? Yeah, I would, think I would so. assume you just search. So it's called <laughs> Love in the Land. It's Austin sitting down with Morgan for a, an extended conversation, I believe. Yes. What, do you, what did you guys talk about?
3: Oh, we talked about everything. We talked about my love for reality TV. We talked about how I ended up on an episode of The Bachelor. We talked about how I, you know, managed my cross-continental relationship in the middle of the pandemic. We talked about a lot of stuff.
1: Okay, I'll put it in the queue. Well,
3: oh, that's nice. See if I get
1: to it this weekend.
3: You want to hear something funny? <laughs> what? My mom was all over the comments, you know, because Austin obviously is promoting this on Channel 3. He's also promoting it on, like, his public persona, you know, Facebook page and stuff. And the flyer for it or the promo image says, like, you know, love in the land with Morgan Wright. And my mom is all up in the comments. It's Morgan Preston. And I'm like, oh my God, mom, you're being so embarrassing.
1: Hold on. I mean, that's pretty big.
3: <gasps> but I haven't changed my name yet.
1: Not professionally. Right. Personally, you have. No. But professionally, you're still Morgan I haven't, Wright. No,
3: I haven't done any of the paperwork to change my name. Okay, but. So personally, I'm still Morgan Wright.
1: But even if you, once you go through that paperwork. Right. I mean, there's plenty of people in the broadcasting industry who do not change their professional names, even if they get married, because that's their, that's the name everybody knows. That's their brand. Right. I think you could get away with it because you don't really use right as often as.
3: Yeah, I don't. And I never have. Um, And I will say, I think what's interesting is like online, my social media you know, pages has always been Morgan Page, Morgan P. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am now will be eventually Morgan Preston. So Morgan P. still applies, whether it's Paige or Preston.
1: All right, well, figure it out now, because now you're just getting confusing.
3: <laughs> I know. Like not- I mean, it's always just been Morgan. Like, I don't really care. But my mom, how embarrassing. Like, it's Morgan <laughs> Preston. Like, chill out, Mom.
1: She's your number one hype man. She really is. Hype person. Um, and I would be remiss if I don't mention our podcast, which is the Q Morning Show On Demand. So this is basically just the radio show, but it's edited down in a way where it's bite-sized for you to listen over the weekend. So there's we take out all the songs and the commercials and everything else. It's just us doing our thing. And I always laugh because there is a guy that listens to our podcast that is so far behind <laughs> and he'll always comment on something going on in our lives. And it's on a four-month delay. Four and, months? Yeah. So I'm always confused when he asks me a question that happened four or five months ago. And he just, uh, he just DM'd me last night. He's like, I just started listening to the August shows. <laughs> the, the
3: August shows. It's December 1st.
1: So he is invested in our show. However, he's stuck in August. And we're in December. And so I'm I'm just texting him back. It makes me laugh every time. And I'm just like, man, I hope we had sh- some good shows in August.
3: Yeah, really? <laughs> I said, Spoiler alert,
1: I had COVID in September.
3: Right, right, right. That's coming up. Morgan got married in October. You're never going to believe that. <laughs> uh, That's but the, great.
1: But yeah, I mean, we are, we're very grateful for any time that you spend with us, whether it's listening right now on the radio or you grab a podcast and listen to us later. We thank you very much. So we started off this week with Morgan coming in on Monday morning with something that happened to her this past weekend that was very embarrassing for oh,
3: her. Oh, I'm still embarrassed by it. You're I can't even think about it.
1: You're still thinking about it? It haunts me. Okay, if you miss that, uh, we will retell that story for you because it's so good. And we'll try to top Morgan.
3: Okay, yes. Make me feel a little bit better about embarrassing myself in public.
1: With your embarrassing story. That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. I miss you more than life. Q104 90s 2000s and now Morgan and Bill. Good morning. So you're still thinking about your embarrassing moment from last weekend?
3: Yeah, it lives rent free in my brain. I'm like mortified by it. Can't live it down.
1: At well, least that's how it feels. Let's run through it again. What happened? What do you mean well, again? There's <laughs> people listening right now that may not have been listening on Monday. Plus, we're, we're going to try to top you with this embarrassing story. I
3: just had the most embarrassing moment in public. David and I went out to lunch And, like, I walk into the restaurant, and I see this guy with this family all the way in the back. And I, like, know him, right? You know the feeling when you see somebody, and you're like, I know that person, but I just can't place it. And, like, we were making awkward eye contact the whole time as I was walking back to my table. Because, of course, our tables were right next to each other. And I thought I taught his daughter in dance. Because I see this man... He's with his wife and a table full of kids. And I'm thinking, oh, the daughter that I taught in dance is on the other side of the table. I can't see her face. So I waltz up to the table and just really like the only word that comes to describe it is very boldly was mm-hmm. like, oh, Hi. <laughs> And, and this guy did not know who I was he looked at me like I was a psychopath he's like who is this I look over at the daughter I did not teach her in dance so it was so awkward <laughs> and then I sit right next to him and we're continuing to make awkward eye contact and it's not just awkward eye contact he's looking at me like I just did something repulsive right mm-hmm. like he's squinting his eyes at me he's like who the heck is this girl I was so embarrassed that I made David switch seats with me so that I no longer had to look at this guy that I just very boldly said hello to in public when he doesn't know who I am.
1: I think it has to be in your mind worse than it actually is. I mean, what did you do so wrong? You said hello to someone.
3: But very like like we top. were besties, right. according to my reaction, like we had known each other our whole lives and I was his daughter's favorite teacher of all time. And he's like, <laughs> he didn't even say hi back.
1: You could have kept it up. You could have, like, addressed the daughter, like, hey, you keeping up with dance? Right.
3: How are you? Are you still in class?
1: Why don't you get up and show us some of those moves right now?
3: Nope. Nobody did that. They just looked at me like I was crazy.
1: So we're going to try to top Morgan right now with your embarrassing moment in your life. In public. It's your go-to embarrassing (laughs) moment. Because I have dozens and dozens of stories that I could possibly tell you. But when you told that story on Monday, it made me think of something that is on the forefront of my mind. So this is when I just moved back to Ohio. So this is a couple years ago now. My brother invited me to go to a Cavs game. And we had really good seats because my brother has way more better connections than I do. So we're sitting... um, we're sitting uh, in the row, it's like middle section, like really close to the court. Okay. And at that time in my life, because I just moved back, I've, I'm busy reconnecting with people that I haven't seen in over 20 years, and I notice that a woman and a man are walking into maybe five, six rows in front of me. Okay. They're entering that row, and I notice I recognize that woman right away.
3: Okay, so same feeling. I know you, but I don't know where I know you from.
1: But I was 100% positive that I knew her. Her name is Amanda. Okay. I didn't know if she'd recognize me because it's been over 20 years. We used to have uh more of a professional relationship, not a personal relationship. Okay. But there's there she is walking into the row and she looks behind where as to where I'm sitting and and all of a sudden her eyes light up and she starts waving at you. And I Started waving back. Right. I'm like, hi. <laughs> like that. Okay. And then I see the look of confusion on her face. Well,
3: she was waving at someone behind you, wasn't she?
1: Waving at the woman that was three rows oh behind me.
3: <laughs> and did you say anything to her?
1: Nope. Nothing. And my brother's like, do we need to leave? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fine.
3: I'm going to just hang my head in shame.
1: I don't think that Amanda recognized me at all because it's been over 20 years. Right. I look older. I have a beard now. I didn't have a beard 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't recognize me at all. But then again, I'm just that friendly guy waving to right, her.
3: Right, right, right.
1: From the middle of the cabs. Welcome
3: game. to the overfriendly club.
1: That's right. Hey, there could be worse things, right? Right. Yes. 216-474-0104. The most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you. It's your go-to story. Tell us right now. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. <gasps> To something i made for q104 the q morning show morgan and bill your most embarrassing story that happened to you in public trying to make morgan feel better about her embarrassing moment earlier this week gail is in stowe gail good morning good morning tell us about something embarrassing that happened to you
0: Okay, well, this was at Christmas time a couple of years ago, and was with friends shopping. It's a Saturday. We're walking out of the store. A bunch of people are walking in the store. I'm turning around to say something, and I slam right into the door. Oh My no. glasses, my glasses go flying, and people just stop and look. I said, "Did you guys see that door just stepped in front of me?" <laughs> I said, "Maybe I should sue or something." And they're going, they just start laughing and walk away. So it's one, so one of the Morgan. Yours is fine.
1: One of those automatic doors that open and close
0: no this is one you have to actually push but i wasn't smart enough to push
3: (laughs) you just walked straight into it
0: i just decided to walk. see if i had superpowers i just wanted to see if i could walk right through it
3: was it glass
0: yeah, oh, yeah, it was glass with the metal handle. You know, something that I should have been known to do when you walk out of a mall.
1: Right, right, right. Oh, goodness. You've done that before where you've just walked into glass because it's so clear. It's so clean. Right. That you, it looks like it's the outdoors, but really it's glass. I in feel front like of I,
3: I did that more as a child, not really as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Gail.
1: Okay. Well, I... I It hasn't happened recently, but I think it does happen. Uh, Paul is listening in Twinsburg. Good morning, Paul.
0: Good morning.
3: Good morning, Paul. How did you embarrass yourself in public?
0: Okay, so uh, this also happened to me at a restaurant, and I got to say, I think it is way more embarrassing than Morgan. Oh,
4: really? Uh, We're all
0: trying to top Morgan right now. That's what we're trying to do. (laughs) Yeah, so I was out, you know, I was was at this place, I was with some friends, and uh, I got up at one point to go to the bathroom, and it was like one of those uh, single bathrooms, you know, where you lock the door behind you, Uh one stall kind of thing, and I thought I locked the door, but apparently I didn't, because uh, I guess what I can only describe as the worst timing ever um, was I was just about to use the bathroom, and then I heard the door opening,
3: Someone walking in on you truly is the worst thing ever.
0: So someone walking in on you is awful, but then on top of that, the person walking in on me was the waiter. Specifically, my Your oh, waiter. That just <laughs> taking my drink order. Oh, gosh. And uh, he pretty much saw me naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would
1: think he would know better. I don't know if this is just a guy thing. This would have to be a, a, in the women's bathroom as well. You always have to check, no matter what. Like if the door is, I mean,
3: you push it a little bit. Nah. Like it's supposed to be locked, right? I, I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> but you can't just go barging, barging around. in. <laughs> what happened?
0: Oh, my God. It was absolutely horrifying. I mean, I was in shock, and it kind of was just like we both froze for, like, at least a solid five seconds. Uh, and, then, you know, I just was like, hey, uh, yo, shut the door. Shut the door. And, yeah, the panic. And I could just see he was terrified. And, you know, he did the whole, like, I'm sorry, man, and then just, like, ran. He didn't even walk away. He ran. <laughs> And you know, obviously after I saw him like literally three minutes later when he was bringing drinks to the table. Was that awkward? Yeah, yeah, no, it was horrible. It was, it was so awkward. Was I can't awful. believe
1: I can't believe you stayed for dinner. <laughs>
0: no i'm i'm
1: serious like i because for one thing if he's going into the stall you know that he's going to go poop right then and there (laughs) and then you know he's going to be serving you that night i would at least stay stay back and make sure he washes his hands (laughs) for sure but other than that i I couldn't get that image out of my mind what
3: was the rest of the
0: dinner like him serving you uh, well, so after he gave us our drinks, um, he never came back. <laughs> we just got a new waiter. Uh, uh, oh, good.
3: <laughs> so he was just as embarrassed as you were, obviously.
1: Oh, had to be. <laughs> Clearly, this has happened to him before.
3: But didn't your friends notice, or did anybody notice, that all of a sudden you guys just had a new waiter?
0: Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, they they obviously mentioned, like, you know, where our waiter go, but I guess, you know, we just chalked it up to maybe something came up, emergency, but I definitely did not tell them what happened. I just sat there in my shame and <laughs> let them figure out their own story of why he disappeared.
1: Okay. Hey, Paul, that's a great story. I don't know if that's more embarrassing than Morgan's, though. Really? I, re- I
3: think it is. I don't think so. Uh, if somebody walked in on me and then was my waiter for the rest of the time, I would be mortified.
1: Section, please. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. Mariah Carey is going to be here next week at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, her Christmas show. We're going to have tickets for you coming up after 9 this morning. Let's get into a Friday edition of the Hollywood Dirt Sheet right here. Former
3: Vanderpump Rules star Rachel Levis is returning to tell all with a new podcast called Rachel Goes Rogue. Uh, If you remember, Rachel Levis was a part of Scandaval involving Tom Sandoval cheating on his nine-year partner Ariana Maddox with Levis on Vanderpump Rules. She left the show. Earlier this year, uh, right after the season 10 reunion special, here's her announcement about her new podcast. This might not be the return you were expecting, but this coming January, you'll hear my side of the story. You may just be surprised by what you find out.
1: It's good tease. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, she has a good producer.
3: (laughs) The first episode is set for release on January 8th. Machine Gun Kelly is trying to entice Travis Kelsey to play for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, The offer was revealed on the Kelsey Brothers latest podcast episode, New Heights. Here is the pitch MGK gave to Travis. I
4: I will give you $500,000 cash upon arrival just for shopping or whatever you want as well as matching that same amount as a donation to both of our high schools, both Shaker Heights and Cleveland Heights. (laughs) as well as everyday breakfast and coffee delivery from my restaurant. Oh, if oh my you gosh. would just come home and put on these colors right here. And- <laughs> <laughs> you mother, you know that was the original dream, dog. You know that was the dream.
3: Can I just say it crushes my soul that he says that was the original dream because that means it's no longer the dream.
1: No, it's it's still the dream. Like, in the back of your mind, I'm sure he'd love to do it. It's just not realistic right. at all. Right,
3: unless he would get traded.
1: Right. Travis Kelsey's under contract until 2026. With and who's going to trade chiefs. him?
3: Yeah. <laughs> chiefs aren't going to trade him. Are you serious?
1: Yeah. So it's it's a nice dream. It's... It's adorable. Maybe someday.
3: Maybe someday. Um, Kelly Clarkson, her ex, was found guilty of massively overcharging her when he was her agent. Brandon Blackstock is taking another L in the legal wranglings between him and his ex wife, Kelly Clarkson. A labor commissioner ruled Brandon had overcharged her by millions when he represented her as her manager. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ, a California labor commissioner ruled Brandon crossed the line as a manager when he booked gigs and ink deals for Kelly on The Voice, a cruise line, Wayfair, and as host of the Billboard Music Awards. Aside from very few exceptions, only agents, not managers, can lawfully secure roles for for talent, Brandon collected fees for booking the gigs, and the labor commissioner ordered him to pay Kelly Clarkson $2.6 million. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app.
2: I love radio because it plays all my favorite songs, and it wakes me up in the morning. The morning day it's the Q Morning Show.